Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 11th of August. Listen in over the next few minutes to find out everything that you need to know at the start of your day. The National Center for Disease Control has warned that the unlocking of activities approaching off the Onam Festival on the 20th of August and a reopening of tourism pose challenging scenarios for the state of Kerala and it is a cause for concern. It is warned that the state could add as many as 4.5 lakh cases of COVID-19 this month. According to a report submitted by the team in Kerala, the COVID-19 positivity rate was found to be more than 10% in all the eight districts and at some places it was found to be increasing. Over 80% of the cases were of the Delta variant of the virus. Speaking of the virus, there are attempts being made to bolster India's vaccine manufacturing capability. Union Minister Mansukh Mandavia on Tuesday said that the government has given approval to Bharat Biotech's Ankleshwar-based manufacturing plant to produce COVID-19 vaccine Covaxin. This isn't a new proposal though. In May this year, Bharat Biotech had announced that it plans to produce an additional 200 million doses of Covaxin at its subsidiary's Ankleshwar-based facility. In the banking space, the Reserve Bank of India has proposed penalties for banks and white-label ATM operators if their ATMs are found to be lying without replenishment for more than 10 hours. This is to ensure that customers are not inconvenienced. The regulator also directed banks and white-label ATM operators to ensure minimum duration of cash out in ATMs. In news in the primary markets, API Holdings, which is the owner of India's largest online pharmacy, PharmEasy, is considering an initial public offering that could raise as much as $1 billion, according to a Bloomberg report that quoted unnamed sources. The company, which is backed by TPG and Temasek Holdings, is working with advisors on a potential offering that could take place by March 2022. In international news, in the U.S., the Senate passed a $550 billion infrastructure plan that would represent the biggest burst of spending on U.S. public works in decades. The bipartisan 69-30 vote marked a significant victory for President Joe Biden's economic agenda. The bill still faces hurdles in the House, which is scheduled to be on break till the 20th of September. If the package clears both the chambers in its current avatar, it includes new spending for roads and bridges, power grid upgrades and broadband expansion. In other news, chip shortages that have held back automakers and computer manufacturers globally are getting worse. Chip lead times, which is the gap between ordering a semiconductor and taking delivery, increased by more than 8 days to 20.2 weeks in July from the previous month. And that gap was already the longest since at least 2017, when the data was first recorded. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. The modestly positive close on the index does not tell the story beneath. We're in the middle of an intense consolidation with the small cap index going through its worst day since April 12th. This month alone, the small cap index is down nearly 5% grossly lagging behind Nifty. This intense bout of selling in broader markets has instilled some doubt in the minds of the investors. 
despite the intraday sell-off, Sensex saw HDFC, Infosys and Airtel's share push through and cushion the pullback. Amid this chop and churn, foreign investors were net sellers of shares worth about 180 crore rupees, while DIIs were net buyers of shares worth about 690 crore rupees. S&P 500 and Dow Jones ended at record highs as the Senate passed the infrastructure package. Oil prices too recovered from Monday's sharp sell-off. However, investors are closely watching the rise of COVID cases in US with local restrictions coming back in some places. Let's tell you about the active stocks this morning. Lupin posted a profit of 543 crore rupees, which is higher than the ETNOW estimate. Zomato's operational revenues increased by 22% while net loss widened by 168% to 360 crore rupees. Zomato said the increase in losses is due to non-cash ESOP expenses. Watch out for earnings impact on Trent, PowerGrid, Prestige Estates and a slew of mid-cap names. Tech Mahindra has said that it expects to begin the trials for its planned COVID drug in 3-4 to four months. Reliance has made its first strategic move in renewables with an investment of $50 million in US-based energy storage company Ambry Incorporated. Metals and mining firm Vedanta will be investing close to $20 billion across all its businesses in the next few years. To recap, we are sitting near 16,300 and some indecision has crept in beyond record highs. Without the broader markets participating, it is not clear if we can sustain the momentum for very long. We'll take the next big cue from the IIP and CPI numbers expected tomorrow. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 